Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. I love how you get tripped out over the Dang, the intro. intro gets me so pumped. I'm over here dancing. Yeah, that's... Um, it gets me so pumped. That's Berman. Berman Painter. It's so good. It's an old friend of mine. He's got... The a voice. Very sexy voice. It is like... <laughs> it makes me the jam over here. I'm over here like, oh, yeah, let's do this. He did the voice intro for another podcast I used to do. I just loved his voice. It's really good. He's a, he's a very nice guy. That's what's true with the music. He sounds like he could be angry. <laughs> nice segue. You're welcome. <clears throat> yeah, so anger. Are you angry? I'm a little angry today. Okay. Um, I'm a little angry today. Oh, shit. <laughs> what are you angry about? Um, It's funny. I think we're going to be able to work through this on this podcast. You think so? I, I think so, because I'm angry, and I'm working through this that... um. And I feel like this is like the root of anger is that you cannot control how other people act when you expect them to. That's right. So that's out of my control. Therefore, I get <laughs> I get angry. So um, I'm a little angry. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. But, but I know that I am. I also know why. Well... Let's go through it. Let's go. <laughs> Therapy session with Gene 101. Maybe. Um, so I read a lot of Medium articles. This was a cool one. From Nick Wignall. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's cool. The article itself is actually called The Secret Life of Anger. What if everything you know wow. about anger, the getting mad thing. is wrong. Um, mm. Yeah. So we kind of look at uh, some of the psychology, right? So. I'll just read this chapter here, this little paragraph. Psychologically speaking, anger is an emotion while aggression is a behavior. Even though the two seem almost synonymous, they are completely different. Mm. Right? And the key dimension of that is control. So I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah. You can act on your anger, and it's an emotion, but you have a choice whether you act Mm -hmm. on it or not. Right, it's like uh, sometimes we talk about ego. You know how ego can be both good and bad? Mm-hmm. Because, like, a, you know, you can be egotistical and arrogant. <laughs> mm-hmm. But ego can also make you try things that you wouldn't normally try. Right, it can give you that confidence. I think it's a fine line. Mm-hmm. Confidence going over into egomaniac. And I think that's where we're getting at with anger, yeah. right? Anger and aggression. Yeah. Sort of two sides of the same coin. But you can use you can use each, I think, for good as well. You could also have the emotion of anger and not be aggressive and do other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because anger can be a really great motivator. <laughs> you know, you can just be pissed off about something enough to make you accomplish Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive things, you know? Like, I know a lot of athletes use anger. Yeah, that's a good way to direct. You're not going to hurt a barbell's feelings 
Yeah, right. By being like, F you, I'm going to clean you. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I have been known to do that. You've heard me like yell before really hard workouts that time we were doing those crazy hero wads. Yep. And I start yelling mm-hmm. and getting like, just like, oh, fuck this. Like, I'm going to do this. And other people are like, is she okay? Yeah, some people don't understand how to interpret it. They don't. They think I'm like losing my mind, but I'm getting just, I'm redirecting my nervousness, mm-hmm. my self-doubt, and just like. So let's talk about, that's the first one here. Anger is different to aggression. Don't confuse the emotion of anger with the mental or physical act of being aggressive. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't think a lot of people think about that. From a yeah, a performance, a sports performance, or whatever uh, standpoint, you know, I think mm-hmm. some people are just like, "What the hell's going on?" Right. <laughs> when you see somebody doing that, and you can yeah. kind of like power lifters too, they're like slapping each other. Yeah, yeah, slap those backs before they go. And is that what that is? I don't, I don't really know what that's about. I think so. <laughs> like, giddy up, boy! Like, getting you, <laughs> getting you mad? Yeah, yeah. Getting the, trying think, to get that same like. I think. Someone slaps you, that hurts. Spike down the spine. It hurts a little bit. Yeah. It, it you, stings. Yeah. And you're like, and you like redirect it and you take it out of the barbell. It's similar to also, maybe this is, could be a maybe jumping down a little bit, but in the whole sports vein, thinking about karate, when you're doing a kata, like you are fighting imaginary fighters. So you're, in a sense, like you're showing aggression. Mm-hmm. Oh, to, absolutely. To the air. Yep. <laughs> so when someone sees that or like, it also depends on who's in the class with you because you'll feed off of mm-hmm. that. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, wow. You know, if you're with, you know, if you're watching someone do cuts and they're like freaking getting into it. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Like they're keying and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. Yeah. We say fight, fight and form. Mm-hmm. Is that how you interpret fight? It's like aggression. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah. You're, I mean, it's a fight. Yeah, you're, you're, you're fighting someone, which is, you can't be like, I'm going to be friends. It's a friendly fight. <laughs> but yeah, you, I don't know. you have to channel that. When I go into, and maybe, maybe it's different for other people, but I'm fighting someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to get kind of mad, get angry, and imagine like your life depended on it. Right. That's how I treat it, at least. Right. Is that too much? <laughs> no. No, but, but speaking of that, that's a great, maybe you don't think about it this way. I don't know that I have until just now, but that's also a great way to learn to control Yes, aggression anger is to sort of experiment with it, right? Mm, that's a great time to, to, practice, to practice that because we see people who they just – talk the entire time during a workout or they they're just like this sucks this is really hard like try a different emotion like you can actually channel that into yeah right to get through something something positive yeah it's kind of like having a chip on your shoulder a little bit mm-hmm. during a 10 minute workout mm-hmm. why not do that instead of complaining about it the whole time it's way more productive yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i'd rather i'd rather see you working out than listen to you bitch yeah um all right. Yes. You can't control anger directly. That's a statement. You can't control anger directly. Okay. We can influence our emotions indirectly via, via our thoughts and behaviors. But we can't control them directly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you're, you're going to have emotions. I think it goes back to how you react to them. 
you have a choice of how you, you know, very simply put, someone provokes you in a bar, you get angry, you have an emotion, do you punch a guy in the face or do you try to de-escalate? Like, you have a choice. You don't have to punch a guy in the face right away. (laughs) That might be fun, but... It's a choice. It's a choice, but you have a choice of how you handle that. I don't know about that, though. That the way that is put. Yeah. I think you can control them directly. I mean, it's kind of like this, the, the two heads that we've talked about before. You have an emotion that comes through your mind, and then you choose what you do with it. Do you let it ruin your day? Mm-hmm. You just stay in bed all day, or do you redirect it? Maybe that's what they mean by by uh, indirectly. Yeah. Controlling it, sort of uh, putting your energy somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. You can control your aggression. Now that's what I'm talking about. So the first part is you have the emotion, right. you're angry. Heather's angry. Now do you act aggressive about it? You don't have right. to. It's a choice. Right. Like, you know, you've you've seen people that – they sort of come to work angry or whatever, and they're just like stomping around. You can tell they're angry, right? But they're demonstrating that by showing you their aggression, kind of like a silverback gorilla does when they slam their hands and yeah shit around at the jungle, or like a five year old. Yes. <laughs> Even though aggressive thoughts and behaviors can become habitual, mm-hmm. they are still fundamentally under our control, especially if we do the work to become more aware of them and how they work. Now that there you go, I can get into. Yeah. Well, fundamentally, he should add, or they should add, they can be in your control. Well, I think... A lot of people just let this stuff rattle around. Yeah. And they don't even address it. They're not working on it. They just think that, oh, I'm angry, therefore I have the right to lash out. I think what we're getting at here is the reason why you can't control your anger is because it's an emotional response. And that would involve you controlling other people, other things. That's right. Right. And that you can't control. Mm-hmm. Something pisses you off. I mean, how can you, you can't head that off. No. <laughs> That's just. It's going to happen. Right. I think it goes back to like stoicism. You know, you, you can choose whether you let something bother you or not. Mm-hmm. Continue to bother you. Yeah, this whole article is like one big... Stoicism thing. Marcus Aurelius. Right. So again, you're going to have... You're going to have emotions. It's not like we're trying to say don't have emotions. We're we're human beings. Mm -hmm. We have emotions. We're sensitive people. We... Most of us don't want to be assholes. (laughs) Well... Speak for yourself, right? It's my hobby. (laughs) You do a good job. So let's, let's get to number four, and then we can talk about some of this stuff. Trying to control your anger makes it harder harder to control your aggression. Anger management is a misnomer. It should be called aggression management. I agree with that. What are yeah. some What are some things you do to sort of uh, help with your aggression or whatever towards others? <laughs> Maybe nothing. No. <laughs> um. I guess first realize that I can't control them. You know? Yeah. Because I, I, I'm very good at my work. I'm very good at 
working out, doing business things. But sometimes in like interpersonal relationships, I'm like, oh, I can't control the other person. And I'm like, get your <laughs> shit together, man. <laughs> yeah. Get your shit together. And you can't you can't change that. So while you can't we're just blasting through these, but the number five is kind of tying into these two together. This is really like eight steps, but it's really like one big thing. Yeah. Rumination and venting only intensify anger. Strive to address the source of your anger, not the anger itself. Right? Mm-hmm. So how how helpful is it? I mean, you say you can't control people, but you can definitely address them. You can address them, but I disagree with the venting part. Because if it's productive venting, mm-hmm. that's really important to dissect. You can't just like figure it out. Right. You know, you have to talk through it. Right. So, in my opinion, that's not exactly true. Like, when I talk to my therapist, I'm like, hey, this triggered me. Let's dissect why that happened. Yeah. You have to You have to talk about it. Like, you can't, you, inventing therapy, whatever, same thing in my opinion. But you have to be able to vent or talk through it in order to find the source of your anger. So, that's not, that's like a double speak there. A little bit. Uh, I I definitely think that, you know, wallowing in yeah. your problems or some shit somebody did to you, I definitely mm-hmm. don't know that that's productive. No. And you have to you, know, you just kind of keep keep getting muddy and going over and over and over and over and over. Like, right. It's, it's just like, which is one that they touch on later is that it feels good to do that. Yeah. But. Um, what I found mostly with when people piss me off. I get angry is that I need to set boundaries with them. I have, mm-hmm. I have unrealistic expectations for what the, what it is. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And therefore, um, I have to set boundaries, not putting more on them or discounting them, but our expectations are not the same. Right. Does that make sense? It does. So. We've talked about some of that before, not on podcasts, but how much how much does disappointment anger you? A lot. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That and that's because that's a nuance that this article does not touch on. Yeah, it's also and not for everyone, but for me, like we're very similar in this way. We have very high expectations for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we tend to over-project that onto other people. That's right. And that's where creating boundaries, not even for other people, but for yourself. Yeah. To not project that onto other people, then you get pissed because right. they let you down. And then you get pissed because so, you did it. Right. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, dang it, I did that again. Did it again. So it's like, and I mean boundaries for myself, not yeah. even for other people. Right. Because we tend to do, we're very similar in that way. Mm-hmm. We tend to like, just go for it, like, you know, 100 million percent mm-hmm. and... When you don't say the people meet their potential, you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what are we doing here? What are you doing with your life? Yeah. Like, and other than the day, it's their life. That's right. We have our own shit to worry about. That's right. So why do we get angry for them? That's right. <laughs> they don't care. I know. It's it, a thing. Because we, we, when we do talk about this, this is the path we go down typically. Yeah, usually. Because we, we want people to succeed. You know, running a business, a gym, you're running a dojo. Mm-hmm. Our goal is to help people meet their goals and to see yeah. that not happen repeatedly because of whatever. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> just, like, pisses us off <laughs> repeatedly. 
But that's a boundary we've been working through. That's right. In the dojo and in the business mm-hmm. to also set boundaries there with people. Mm-hmm. And that's a tough one. So tough. <laughs> it's very tough. Because you want people to do to do well. If we're applying the same logic from this article. <coughs> so disappointment. We're putting disappointment and anger on the same level. Well, disappointment is also because we can't emotion. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You can't control the other person, mm-hmm. right? You just kind of work with them or set them up or whatever. And they disappoint yeah. you. It's an emotion. Yep. I have definitely acted aggressive. Not like physically aggressive, like grab them. And, yeah, yeah. Even though I you wanted can, to. It could be aggressive with words. Or yes, acting. towards yeah, someone yeah. who has let me down like that. Yeah. I have definitely Same. been passive aggressive Same. or, you know, aggressive. Um, passive aggression and aggression are basically the same shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. One's just more shitty than the other. Uh, but I've definitely done that. I've definitely, you know, said things or mm-hmm. ignored people, like op- like obviously ignored people. Same. When you, there's five people in a room, you give four people your attention and you get to that one person, you're like, hey, nope. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I do that. that. Yes. Same. I do that too. So those are the things that, we have to learn to control. <laughs> is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because in the same yeah. in the same vein of this, you're addressing that person. <laughs> I do the same thing. Oh, I can like, see it in you're my You're letting head right them out. know. You're letting them know. Hey, it's not cool. But unless, but <laughs> that's being a dick. It is. <laughs> that's being a dick. It is. That's being passive aggressive. Yeah. I'm right over here raising my hand. <laughs> I do that too. Even in like in some of my work stuff, I'll just be talking, talking, talking. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Fuck you!" Like yep. I'm not, I'm not even want to yep. discuss this with you. <laughs> like f you, f you, you're cool. F you, f you. Yeah. <laughs> in the words of Beyonce, says that f you, f you, you're cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it is because I think it the the root of what this whole article is trying to say is by you holding on to that, you're, you're putting more weight on yourself than is necessary. Yeah. You can't carry the weight of someone else. Right. But so by you doing that, I've done that in past relationships where I carry the emotional burden yeah. of yeah, both yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Like you can't, you can't do that. It's the same with being let down. Yes. We're using the coach yes. to uh, whatever, yeah. client, student, <clears throat> athlete, whatever mm-hmm. relationship, you're carrying that desire to reach those goals for both of you. I think that's where it can kind of mm. go wrong a lot of times with that with that person you're working with. If you're carrying that desire yeah. heavier than they are, mm-hmm. they're going to kind of like let you have it. <laughs> What's your experience for like being a sensei because you – the code is, you know, you get fifty percent. You meet you meet your student halfway. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to meet you halfway. We know how people are. Yeah, that's gotta suck. Yeah, the, the <clears throat> you say the code. I don't know that that's the code, but 
I can tell you that it's not 50%. It's not 50-50. It often is. It changes, right? Does it go like kind of sli- yeah, sliding it's a, scale? Yeah, it's a sliding scale, right? Because yeah. some people, you know, mm-hmm. and it you're specifically talking about martial arts mm-hmm. teaching as a martial arts teacher. Um, there's more to it than just being a teacher, but you yeah, get yeah. it. It definitely, it definitely changes over time. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the art is to know when. That's cool. To kind of feel when to to carry mm-hmm. that person some and when not to, yeah. Um, I think with that particular type of relationship, where I get disappointed is that there is an assumption that this is for the long haul, mm-hmm. right? You know, like early on, you're working with somebody. After you know, a couple of months, you're like, whatever. It's like yeah. take it or leave it. You know, yeah. you don't get attached that quick. But along the way, something in someone clicks and you, you sort of get attached to them and you really want the things that you have the growth and the mm-hmm. all the stuff and um you know you you start to carry some of that for them yeah. and whatever and you know you, you there's an expectation that okay we're gonna we're gonna see this through mm-hmm. you know and, and people say things like we're gonna see this through you know whatever yeah. <clears throat> and then they don't that's where the that's where the letdown happens so how do you there continue it's kind of like loving someone oh it's absolutely it's all about love it's analog to that yes because you have to well if i didn't i wouldn't give, give you the time of day right well <laughs> like, you have to you have to give as if you're never going to receive yes so that's yeah. that's it's kind of it's very selfless in that way yeah yeah um but it should go both ways you'd think you would, you would, you would think. You think. You would think. Yeah. It takes a special person. It's it's that's the balance because at any point, especially in like the gym business or dojo business, they could just cancel their membership and walk away. Oh yeah, ghost on you. Never talk to you again. Right. So like, mm-hmm. this is different than like being married to someone, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But at the same time, it's the same emotions. Yeah. They have an easy out. I wonder if I still have this thing here. If I could do it from memory, they could literally just cancel their membership and walk away. They could. I don't have. I took a screenshot and I was going to send this to you uh, a while back. Man, um, yeah. Where was I going with this? Uh, exactly what you were saying. So yeah. So you have to. I think if you're going to be a coach of any quality. And conscience, and or or a sensei of any conscience and quality, mm-hmm. you have to be willing to give more than you receive. That that comes with the job. When you when you you decide to be a coach mm-hmm. or sensei, I guess I guess at some point you decide to be that. You accept that, like I'm going to give more than I receive, and I'm going to have to find what I get out of this on my own. Right, without any expectations on the other. People. Yeah, yeah, you have to like you just you're not going to sleep well at night. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're doing that. But it also translates over to business too, right? Mm-hmm. So like, <clears throat> if you're a leader, you're running a business, you have employees. If anything goes wrong, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. When everything goes right, you have to spread the credit. Mm-hmm. You have to give the credit to everybody else. Right. This sort of comes with the territory. Yeah. <laughs> it does. 
right? So do you get angry when someone, like, I'm sure that, Yes, I know for me, as yes. a, we've been in business for, what, over six years now, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how angry I would get when someone quit. Mm-hmm. Even a friend quit like a couple weeks ago or last week. And again, we're using disappointed and anger, anger. right? Right. Sort right. of interchangeably, but I don't know yeah. that they're that different. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that the the physical feeling and the mental like stimulus. I don't know that it's that different. <clears throat> I think it's pretty much on the same level. I agree. Because 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 the the reaction I had when this friend called and like quit the gym for, in my opinion, a really lame excuse. Yeah. Um, I was like. First, angry because they were making excuses. Yeah. And yep. then two, disappointed because I knew they weren't going to reach their goals without yeah. well, coming, you know? Yep. So it was yep. it was both at the same time. Yeah. So what would you do? What? How did you respond? Okay, no problem. I'll cancel your membership. Okay. And then I called you and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> then I called like, you and then F you see, I, I can't send that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He... We talked about it. I was like, okay, no problem. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. What are you going to do? Whatever. Like, I, I, even though he's a, like a friend of mine, like, whatever, I'm like, no, that's fine. But that's that business isn't personal, but yet business is personal. Yeah. Like, thing, especially in this business, mm-hmm. business of coaching and, and helping people. It's, yeah. it's definitely inter- interchangeable. Yeah. Um, I think what kind of made me actually what made me angry was when he said, "Well, that's you know that's your space to work out," and I'm like, "I own the gym." Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Thanks. You can choose to make it yours too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's yeah. So it is. It is what it is. So the thing I the thing I found I took a screenshot and I should have sent it and I, I forgot to but it was a uh, okay. it's from one of these um gym mentor Facebook groups or whatever. And this guy had posted, uh, it was long, but I'll try to summarize it here. He posted, um, I don't understand why my members won't bring in friends. This probably sounds familiar. Won't won't bring in, this is why I was going to send it. Won't bring in friends or share our stuff on social media. He's like, I try and I try. And he's basically like, screw these people. Wow. Doesn't that sound familiar? (laughs) Yeah, and the, the amount of comments that were like, well, what are you doing to make them really love want it? To do, what are you yeah. doing to make them want to share your stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you connecting with these people? You yeah. know, yeah. And then the guy like went into every like response and was basically like, screw you, screw you, screw you, you know, for like a whole two days. Um, and, and then, you know, I don't know the person. I don't, I don't even know the guy. Well, we can just regurgitate. This sounds like a former business partner of ours that um, blamed everybody but himself. It's, and yeah. it was, he's like, well, this is how it worked in every other gym. I'm like, you mean every other one CrossFit gym you've ever worked in? Yeah, and it's hard to, I I always want to give into that emotion too. Yeah, yeah. Well, right? I always, like, uh, every time something goes wrong, I'm like, like, uh, and this is, this is us venting. So listen to the whole <laughs> podcast and then see if the venting is um, yeah, do, do, do we get anywhere? useful. I had, a, I had a contractor I was doing some work with, and they, um, they agreed, agreed to the price, signed on the line, got the stuff, got them going. I didn't hear from them for like a week. You know, I'm, you, you're, you're listening to this. You can't see me typing. I'm like typing. I'm sending them an email, nothing. Next day, email, nothing. Next day, text, nothing. 
Next day, call, no response, leave a voicemail. Two weeks go by. The deadline is like two days. Oh, gosh. Deadline comes, and I email, text, and call. And then I finally get a response. Oh, well, I've been busy. I'll get on this tonight. I'm like, the deadline was today. Don't worry about it. I've already got someone working on it. Yeah. And the first thing that they, their first response was like, well, you didn't actually tell me that was really the deadline. And, you know, well, I was busy with my kids, and et cetera, et cetera. And it was just like. Nah. And I think when I, th- I got very angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. It took my other business partner, like, to calm me down. I was, like, angry. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't because they missed a deadline. It was because of the response. Yeah. The lack of, like, accountability, like, personal accountability. That's what drove me up the wall. That's like a pet peeve of mine. Well, um, let's, we can, so you vented and let's dissect that yeah. a little bit, Gene. Oh, it helps. So I do that too. I've done that in my business where I like, someone doesn't take any responsibility and then I get mad and then, but what you have to do is like, well, I'm telling you what you have to do. I'm telling you what to do, but this is what I do at it's least. It's a podcast. You can do that. Let me tell you what I do. Then I look back at like what I said and like, oh, Okay. I'll take ultimate responsibility for this. It's my project because if anyone doesn't know, I do a lot of project management. Yep. So everything's always my fault. It's your job. <laughs> it's, yes. my, it's my job. Yes. Everything is always my fault, Yeah. good or bad. So I'm like, okay, you can always be more clear with what is expected. And one thing I was taught very early on in my career was that you should never expect anyone to ever do the, what they say they're going to do unless you are – Super explicit. Mm-hmm. And really, say that again. You should never expect anyone to do what they say they're going to do. Why is that? <laughs> I don't know if it's a culture thing. I don't know. It depends also who you're hiring. Like, are you are you working with like real professionals? Supposedly. Yeah. Are you um dealing with like in my case, I'm dealing with, like, tier one, like, lower level people in my business. Gotcha. So I'm like, I don't expect them to do anything. <laughs> so, like, I, t- I find stuff all the time that they haven't done that I have to, like, be, I have to coach yeah. them on constantly. Yeah, right. But when you're, like, hiring, like, a, am assuming this is, like, a freelance professional oh, yeah, they're, developer. They're pro, yeah. They're, well, pro in quotes. They should be a pro. Suck at communication. Yeah. And Clearly. we should just assume that most people suck at communication. Yes. That's the hardest thing. That's an, a painful assumption. Painful. When I struggle with all the time. Gene, people can't read your mind. See? <laughs> like in the class the other night. Yes. I was standing in uh, attention. I was like, can I please practice my yeah. self-defense? You're like, oh, shit, you can't read my mind, Heather? <laughs> so I'm like, yes. like no. <laughs> yeah. But. It's, it's a good point. It's a good point. Ultimate responsibility. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fuck. I've been almost fired from places because it's like, Heather, how come you messed up moving those servers from the one PD to the other? I'm like, well, first of all, I'm not a server engineer. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we just make that very clear? Yes. <laughs> but again, that response is not helpful in but, the grand scheme of covering your ass. But what I should have said was, it's my fault. Yep. We'll get it fixed. But even if I said that, I was still going to be fired anyway. So I tend matter. to I tend to take that tact when working with clients. And I find that mm. it almost always 
one, buys me more time, and two, gets me out of hot water. Yes. Like, almost always. If I'm it, just like, yeah, you're right. We'll fix that. I'm de- on it, it de- right de-escalates. now. It de-escalates it right away. Yeah. Because they... And you take full think, responsibility. Yeah. I think they're expecting you to be like, not my fault. And they're like, mm-hmm. bullshit. So when you do, they're like, oh. Oh, he's on it. Okay, click. And you know what? When people have done that to me, <coughs> I kind of feel a little guilty. Oh. Because <laughs> I'm like... I oh shit they've taken all the responsibility <laughs> for my heat yeah when i should have because i'm a very like mm. self-reflective person like i don't ever want to put something else into someone else that's not yeah there's the carry if it's mine i read you no i do that shit sometimes just because we're emotional people um and we sure. project yeah Try i do that too. too all right the emotion of anger is not negative or bad just because the action the emotion, I got to read that again. The emotion mm-hmm. of anger is not negative or bad just because the actions that follow it often are. Mm-hmm. Getting judgmental with yourself or feeling angry only makes it harder to respond to anger constructively. Fair enough. That's what you just said. That's what I just said. I mean, yep. you're going to have emotions. You're going to be angry. How do you act on it? Yep. And sometimes signing up for kickboxing classes at warrior fitness and going in and punching a bag twice or three times a week is exactly what you need yeah sometimes you need that warrior fitness ma <laughs> yeah the, the <laughs> listeners in australia will we can do remote programs <laughs> yeah um i had one client from australia for like a week really yeah and then she like broke her leg or whatever oh, never shit. heard from her again not from the exercises She's riding a horse. I was going to say, like, wow. Uh, number seven, anger feels good, which means we often seek it out and try to maintain it. Mm. Yeah. Avoid using anger as an emotional crutch and try to cultivate healthier ways of dealing with emotional pain. I think you can replace that with any other emotion. Yeah. It just has to be about anger, so they're going to plug anger Except in there. sadness doesn't feel good. Maybe it does to some people. Anger doesn't feel good either. That's why we have goth, goth people. They like they like to be. I'm sad. getting angry talking about not wanting to be angry. <laughs> Am I being aggressive right now? No, really. No, I, aggressive replace, podcasting. Replace any feeling in there. How does anger feel good? I don't understand. That. I think it does feel good. Does it? <laughs> Explain. Because um, I don't want to be angry person. No, here's the thing. I think. Um, Here's one aspect to it. There's probably more we can explore. Um, There is a thing that I was thinking about the other day, which is righteousness. So a lot of times. Mm. Okay, I see what you're saying. So this is a bigger perspective. So let's say you have a a particular political leaning. Let's just pick on Trump because I don't give a shit. Let's say you hate Trump. Mm -hmm. And then Trump does something like he did every day. It's something fucking dumb. It feels good to rail against that, to make your tweets and to post on Instagram and to tell your friends, look how stupid he was. What an asshole, right? It feels really good. But at the end of the day, that doesn't do Anything. anyone any good. You're right. It is a lot about self-righteousness. So you feel good. Wow. Because it feels good to be angry at this thing, right? So, like, let's say someone in the parking lot, they just let their park in their, uh You're in the parking lot of a grocery store and they let their cart go and it bangs in the back of your car. You have every right to, like, flip out and yell at them, right? Mm-hmm. You do. You've probably had that happen to you before. 
Does it really help? No. Is it really good? I mean, no, clearly not. You know? I'm tracking with what you're saying. Because we both know a common person who use anger solely as Mm -hmm. to completely deflect any self-responsibility. Right. And therefore, they would get mad at this water bottle cap. Yeah, inanimate objects. It's your objects. fault. It's your fault yeah. that the, I tipped over the water. Yeah, you didn't stay you, on tight you enough. You didn't stay on tight enough. Yeah. So blame it on the dam yeah. when it's your fucking I mean, fault. I do that. Too. I've done that too. I mean, we do that too. But no, when it's like used as a crutch. Yeah. So you're right. I, I follow you. Because you're not actually dealing with the thing that's like why you're having such a strong reaction to that emotion, right? Mm-hmm. It's out of control. It's out of balance. You know, whatever that thing. Like, people that flip out real real easy. Yeah. You know, like like the guy or the person who the shopping cart hits their car, and they're just, like, instantly, insanely angry and, like, throwing shit like around. Tightly wound. Like, yeah, like, whoa. That means th- there's something out of balance between, mm-hmm. I think, that that emotion and then the response. Like, something's mm-hmm. not clicking there, or it's clicking too fast, however you want to think <laughs> about it. It's clicking too fast. Yeah. Right? I, I follow. Um, it could be, but I think... I, I, again, think there are a lot of other emotions that you could plug in there, whether it's yeah, jealousy, oh, whether it's... It could be sadness. Something could... It could be sadness. You know, people do be, that. Like, something triggers them, and they're, like, boohooing in the corner or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Right. Everything's always bad. Yeah, it's that whatever that trigger thing is. Mm-hmm. So the last one there, anger takes many forms. <laughs> As we're saying, many emotions take different forms. From mild impatience to road rage. To better understand your anger, increase your emotional vocabulary. Which, that's cool. I like the way that's... I've never seen it written as emotional vocabulary. You know, I have a theory about people. You know, you're driving down the road, and you see this this person, like, just on someone's ass. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, just honking their horn, and they're, like, weaving in and out of traffic, riding people's asses. I think they have a bigger problem. (laughs) <laughs> you think <laughs> like they're on the this the 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 very far end of the scale to the right or le- whatever up and down of anger mm-hmm. they have a lot of anger in their life unless they're like you know having a heart attack and they're trying to get to the hospital which could be the case i don't mm-hmm. know but likely not and they have a lot of anger problems and they're taking it out on these poor people just trying to drive down the road yeah that's my thought i'm like when i see that happen now I'm like, I'm sorry for you. I know. Like, I'm man. so sorry. Don't kill anybody, please. I know. I wish you, you had help. You have, you have no response. You have no control over yourself. Yeah. I see it as a lack of control. Yes, lack of control. Like, you're literally, that's like, because, I mean, more, more people get in car wrecks and die than in airplanes. Yeah. You have control over that. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, pending weather or potholes in mm-hmm. South Carolina, that's a big thing. Um, you know, pending external circumstances, right. you have control over yourself and your car. You do. So don't like, I get, I get kind of mad seeing that person get mad because they're going to take, <laughs> oh no. It's that sympathetic anger it is, on I'm someone's like, behalf. That's a thing too. So I like kind of like slow down. I'm like, I don't want to get around this person. Mm-hmm. Then I see them like riding someone like this poor little old lady's butt mm-hmm. going down assembly street. I'm like. She's just trying to keep it in between the lines. Like, <laughs> let her get to Lizard's Thicket to have her 5 p.m. dinner and go home. What's wrong with eating at 5? Nothing. <laughs> I eat at 5 all the time when I, before I come to the gym. 
Yeah, so let's talk about that one a little bit. Um, Lizard stick it? No. <laughs> I, you know, the example you use, I think, is like, you feel more like you should defend the old lady. Yeah, I get mad at the person for being yeah. a dick. Yeah, that's like a like you're helping someone. But what about what about getting angry for a group of people that you're not a part of when something's done to them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, like the like depending on when you're looking at this, like the Whoopi Goldberg thing. I don't know if you've seen this where she said. Uh, Holocaust wasn't about race. Yeah, uh, which is, I mean, it's a stupid thing to say. Like, wh- why would you, why even do that? Don't open that can of worms, wh- whatever you believe. But, like, yeah. there are a lot of people getting mad at her who are not Jewish. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> where, what, like, the psychology of that, like, is that like a sympathetic anger? Or is that like you're trying to identify as something where you can sort of share in that anger, you know, like, what is that about? <laughs> I mean, it confuses I, me. Okay, so let's talk about like racial injustice. Mm-hmm. I'm a white woman. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, I didn't know. <laughs> well, now you know. Um, I was at you know Black Lives Matter rallies. Mm-hmm. I was. Out there with signs, and in my heart, I'm still out there with signs. You know, there's no rallies happening right mm-hmm. now, but it shows allegiance. Like when you see the you see the phrase, you know, I, we stand in solidarity. Mm-hmm. You, I mean it. It takes there's a, there's a so, quote, Marcus Aurelius quote. You can do injustice by not doing anything. Yes. So sometimes that comes out in anger. Yeah. But sometimes you have to elicit response from people. Yep. And I'll give you that. When there is an instance where this is where I think we should differentiate what I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to bring, I think. When there is something that literally happens to someone and you protest it. Yeah. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about. Okay. What I'm talking about is like Whoopi Goldberg no one's really getting hurt there. <laughs> She's made a stupid comment. Yeah. And they're they're calling for her to be fired. I see what you're saying. Like take Joe Rogan too. Like he, you know, they're calling for him, they're calling for like Spotify to not have his stuff anymore. <laughs> I mean, and it's like in my opinion, let people what? listen to that shit if they want. <laughs> I know, but it's like but but as a society, we're like we're getting so angry. It's like the, we need to have a whole episode on cancel culture. Oh, anger! You know I am. We need, we need to talk about that. I actually am this Are week. You? Okay, I'm having um, Sherard Duval, Shakis, my cousin, whichever name you want to call him by, or my cousin. <laughs> He's my black cousin. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try to get into some of that. Um, that's good. Yeah, it'd be fun. Oh, that's good. He's super knowledgeable about. How that shit works, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. So that's why I want to talk to him. Nice. Plus, he has an interesting perspective being African American. You know, he's on the other side of it in terms of yeah. not being a white guy. <laughs> it's interesting. He's not a um, white guy. Yeah. Good stuff. So yeah, yeah, you're right. I think that's a. I think I'm going down a different rabbit hole. We could go down. It's many... worth. It's worth digging into. But I look forward to that, hearing that conversation because 
You're right. You can, like, the little, <clears throat> me being angry for the little lady, is a, it's like a protective. Yeah. Yeah. In solidarity mm-hmm. type of thing. So it's. It's also a form of righteousness, though. Exactly. So and I'm, I'm many ways super to... curious at the intersection between feeling that yeah. and then feeling it strongly to the point where you will go physically go somewhere or just whip out your phone and make a little beep, 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 beep. Right. Like there's a, there's a range of like mm-hmm. there's a value of intensity there that I'm, I'm curious wow. at. Yes, like, for instance, I was tagged in a tweet yesterday of a friend of mine who works for Planned Parenthood, and they, you know, they tagged me because they've seen pictures of me and her together. Uh-oh. Calling her a piece of shit. Uh-oh. <clears throat> um, so they're, they're, they're dragging me into this stuff, too. You've been tagged. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's a... Uh, then at the end of the day, it's like... I look forward to that, hearing that conversation. It, yeah, me too. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to have it because you can't just disregard the entire internet, which is a. Well, you can. You can just delete all your apps. And yeah, just, but it's still happening whether you're there or not. You know, and it's still informing. But if a tree falls in the forest and you're not there, <laughs> do you hear G? Oh God! All right. With that being said, I want some Chipotle. Yeah, me too. That's a great <laughs> Zen uh, Zen ending. So. Thanks. It was a good conversation. Yeah, thanks, I hope Gene. you're not mad still. <laughs> I'm pissed. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs>